Hey, my name's Melissa. Let's talk about some anime. Today I will be talking about Rent-A-Girlfriend episodes 15 and 16. Um, let's just jump right into it. Episode 15 finds um, Chizuru, of course, at Kazuya's house because she lost her keys. Typical drama ensues. Kazuya is freaking the fuck out. Um, you know, having his inter his internal crises as he typically does, wondering why she's there. Why would she pick his house of all places to go to? And Kazuya, for all things like considered, he's a decent guy. He has normal hormone issues that almost any guy would typically have his age. And maybe I'm just reading into this because as an anime, like, why the fuck am I reading this far into it? He is very fucking creepy, though. <laughs> like, his creepiness isn't going to be touched on until ep the next episode that I talk about. But this, this one's a little creepy. It's, it's, it's a little creepy. But, um, so anyway, she goes into the apartment. She had this bright idea, which I don't know why I didn't think of it, but she's like, let me use your balcony to see if my balcony, to see if I can get to my balcony to see if I lock the doors behind myself. Of course she did, because Chizuru is fucking smart, and she did. So, but as she's trying to like get to her balcony, of course she has to lean over the railing and, you know, typical, you know, cute little oh my god the dainty little girl she she can't reach the balcony and oh no she's about to fall and oh no Kazuya has to save her and oh no he's grabbing her butt now so now we're like at the point of butt grabbing and it's just like okay okay this is this is some typical nonsense but you know drama ensues she's like why are you grabbing me there grab me somewhere else girl there are only so few places to grab to make sure your ass don't come plummeting two stories down onto the pavement but he grabs her waist um and then she's like well don't fucking grab me there and they topple over kazuya ends up on top of her <sighs> basically a reenactment of what happened a couple of episodes ago back in season one um, Kazuya has his inner monologue of really, really, really perverted shit. It, <laughs> am I the only one who gets secondhand embarrassment from that shit? Like, I'm sitting there watching it happen and I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this. I feel like they know that this shit is very cringy, but you know what, I'm gonna stick through it because for whatever reason, I I'm rooting for Kazuya and fucking Chizuru and I think all in all they're a cute little couple but like Jesus we're gonna have to get through some cringe ass moments to get there so you know she eventually tells him hey hey you wanna get the fuck up off me cause like you're hovering and like I don't know why you're here so she ends up confiding in him like hey the landlord is out like I don't know what to do um you know and he's not Kazuya like I said he's a decent guy he's obviously not gonna throw her out on her ass so he decides to um you know they're staying they're staying in and they're talking <sighs> and of course of course and more typical because it, it can't get any more cliche than this who ends up knocking on the door Nanami of course, Kazuya starts freaking out. Chizuru starts freaking out. Everybody's fucking freaking out. 
What's even worse is the fact that why the hell did Kazuya leave his door unlocked? I get it. He was probably surprised because Chizuru kind of like bombarded her way into his space. But it's like, dude, you gonna lock your door? But also, I'm pretty sure he didn't expect my fucking Nanami to even like show up, let alone actually try the doorknob. So basically, him and Chizuru need to hide because there's he lives in like a studio apartment. There's nowhere for her to hide and him to be able to entertain Nanami with her in the apartment. Like there's no way she's going to catch her. So like they both hide. They're both hidden away. Um... Nanami kind of opens the door. She's calling out to Kazuya. She assumes he goes shopping and she leaves. No harm, no foul. Everybody thinks they got away with it. Whatever. It turns out as Nanami is leaving the building, she's still pondering on it. She's She is, she is a very good villain because I cannot freaking stand her. And I was like, wow, they actually got away with it. But just for it to show like, oh no, she noticed the fucking purse sitting in the room so she knows a girl was there she does not know whether or not it was chizuru or not so there's the issue i mean you know it's an issue for her not an issue for um kazuya or chizuru it actually worked out in their favor because now she's going to be wondering who the fuck was in this dude's apartment so moving on back to chizuru and kazuya anyway Eventually, she goes out and she sees the landlord's lights back on, which means she can go retrieve a copy of her keys. She starts to leave and for whatever fucking reason, Kazuya decides to use this moment to tell um, Chizuru that, hey girl, if you ever need to lean on me, I'm here for you forever. He said forever. And I feel like he he could have got some brownie points if he was like, if you need somebody to lean on, I will be there for you as your neighbor, period. Like, period. But he said forever. So then Chizuru was like, like girl, like, I don't, I, I, I ain't here for all that. Chizuru is a very independent person because of her upbringing. And then that's when she starts to go into her past and she tells Kazuya hey my father left me when I was really young which caused me and my mom to have to move in with my grandparents and then my mother ended up passing while I was really young and then my grandfather ended up passing and the whole goal was for me to become an actress and my grandfather isn't going to be able to see me become an actress so now my grandmother is going to have to like I want to make sure my grandmother sees me on tv before she dies so it's like it's really you know it's 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 sad you know so I get why she keeps her guard up I just as much as I think Kazuya is a decent guy, I truly, truly do. I think he has normal like bodily functions like any adult male. He hides it very well. And I think overall he's a good guy. He has a lot of fucking growing up to do, however. And so long as Nanami is in the picture, she's going to be his downfall. Speaking of, so the next day, um, Kazuya, ridiculous Kazuya, um he runs into Chizuru in the halls and you know when she's in 
when they're both at college together, she's incognito. She has her hairs in those twin braids and she wears those big old glasses because apparently your hair being in braids and you're, you know, you wearing glasses, it's like the best disguise in the fucking world. So nobody else should be able to tell her apart from her rent-a-girlfriend persona because that makes a load of sense. Um, So they run into each other in the halls and you know it's like you don't talk to me i don't talk to you when we're in school however she made the briefest of gestures she like kind of waved at him and you know what that sent his heart through the moon he was so happy and it's it's moments like these in the episode where i start to kind of appreciate Kazi a little bit more because you actually get to see oh this is more than a physical thing this is like he actually really cares about chizuru from a friend standpoint as well as a potential love interest but then let's go back to nanami being the bitch that she is so she pulls him aside and she's like oh i stopped by your house nobody was home your door was unlocked Oh, what's going on? So he t- he kind of talks his way around it. He tries to explain how, yeah, I knew that Chizuru is a rent-a-girlfriend. Um, this is the situation. I'm not seeing her anymore. Um, he kind of throws her under the bus. He says it was a social experiment and it won't happen again. So <laughs> here's... The funny thing, during this entire um, situation, the only thing going through my head was like, this is giving Persona 4 vibes. Like when you kind of get a social link with all the girls and then at the end of the game, like at the end of the school year, when it's time for you to take one of those girls out for Valentine's Day, guess what? You fucking can't because now all of the girls that you meh you had a serious relationship link with like they're all coming to get you and they're all coming to fight you so this is where i feel like we're going like he's going to strong arm all these girls into his little relationship ploy although he's not doing it willingly it's definitely nanami causing this shit like she wants to see him like uh, it's 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 weird she's weird she's a weird bird seriously but basically, he lies to her and says, no, me and Chizuru aren't together. It was a social experiment. No, Nanami, thank you so much for being concerned about me. Because she's like laying it on thick. She's like, I really hope me bringing up with you didn't cause you to have to go to a rent-a-girlfriend service. That's so fucking sad. Like, she's a bitch. She plays, she's a really good fucking villain. I haven't hated anybody this much since, um... I want to say her name is Rebecca from Tower of God. I also want to say that is 100. Her name's Rachel. It's Rachel. Her name's Rachel. Tower of God. That girl. Oof. I, w- I was ready to throw hands with a child. A fictional fucking 2D child. It was worth it though. So anyway, that was episode 15. Let's let's talk about episode 16. Um. <laughs> Episode 16 is funny because during the entire episode, I had no idea how to feel. So this is heavy. This is heavily Ruka centered. Um, And I was thrown off because, listen, it's been a minute since I actually watched Rent-A-Girlfriend. So I was trying to like binge it and catch up. So I, as I'm looking at the episode and Ruka's like, let's go out. Let's, I'm going to take you out and we're going to buy some groceries and I'm going to cook for you and feed you, whatever. 
Ruka is wearing this um, sailor uniform. Now, I wasn't sure if it was a costume. My memory is very hazy. I haven't watched um, season one of Rent-A-Girlfriend since last year. So I was like so lost on the fact like, wait, is this girl in college and she's wearing a sailor uniform? Or is she in high school and she's wearing a sailor uniform? So <laughs> as the episodes progressed, and anybody who's watched the episode knows how bad it is. Not bad. Like, it's 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 racy. So, as the episode is progressing and things are going in the direction that I know it's going in, I'm like, how old is this girl? Like, seriously, how old is Ruka? So, we get to the point where she's at the apartment. She is cooking for him. She buys a fucking turtle she buys a turtle because she looked up on the website that turtles are an aphrodisiac i ain't never heard of that but then again you know people have adventurous palates i'm pretty sure i looked it up just to confirm it is true that turtle is an aphrodisiac who knows this who ate a turtle and was like oh yeah my dick is hard <laughs> like who did it i need to know who had turtle lake soup who ate franklin but like my whole thing was like, she got this fucking turtle. She tried to basically give him, she tried to give him beer. She she gave him a can of beer and was like, drink this before your meal. And he's like, the last thing. Th this is where I give Kazuya his fucking brownie points. Kazuya is like, the last thing I need to be is under the influence while you are in my fucking house. <laughs> so he was like, no girl, keep the beer. Why the hell did she pour the beer in the curry? She poured the beer in the curry. You have an aphrodisiac turtle. You have beer in the curry because she wants this dude out of his mind drunk. Ruka is insane. Let me also remind you guys because I had to look this up once shit started going in that direction. I was like, how old is Ruka? This girl is 17. Kazuya is 21. Age gap, it's there. It's prominent. It's in your face. I'm just sitting there like, what am I watching? What am I watching? This show was so tolerable season one and i only say tolerable because i do like i told you guys i feel weird when kazuya be having his inner monologues like it's very cringy and think of it like secondhand embarrassment but i get secondhand embarrassment for ruka on this end because kazuya he i don't i hate to i don't want to use this phrase but the whole boys will be boys mantra that's the only thing going through his head and they're using that to kind of justify why he's acting the way he's acting it's like oh he knows this is wrong however why does he know it's wrong not for the reasons that i'm thinking it's wrong he's thinking it's wrong because he doesn't want to you know ruin his relationship with chizuru so it's like you're you're there but you're not there but also once again i be reading it I, there's too much thinking involved whenever i watch anime such as rent a girlfriend and sometimes i need to turn it off so once i like confirmed her age and i turned off my mind i managed to get through the rest of the episode it went exactly in the direction that i knew it was going to go so um remember how i said this dude lives in a studio apartment this man was sleeping in the kitchen. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He let um, Ruka sleep on the futon. But of course, because this wouldn't be an anime, a cliche anime without it, Ruka finds her way. <laughs>
to his bed. I didn't even get into the point that another huge cliche that I knew was going to happen is that when he tried to kick her out, he was like, you got to go home. It was pouring. There was like a typhoon like warning. So she got soaked. So she had to take a shower and she's wearing his shirt with no pants. It's just, it's, (laughs) it was so, it was ridiculous. But I was like, I appreciate this because I did not have a bad, I did not have a good day today. So it's like watching mindless shit like this, like the cliche of it all. It's like, this is nice. It's predictable, but it's nice. Um, and <laughs> they had a lot of nice close-ups of Ruka as well. Like, the art detail behind their character designs, it's so, it's very intricate. And this might make me sound like a child, but the colors that they use for their eyes especially, it's very captivating. And I love how much detail they put into this. But um, Ruka, going back to the actual episode, Ruka confides in Kazuya about her insecurities. And, you know, she's like, during, while this is all happening, she's basically molesting this dude. (laughs) But she's like, I get why you don't want to touch me. It's because I'm not as pretty or mature as Chizuru. And I get it. I'm probably seen as a nuisance and you probably hate being around me. All that stuff. Very valid criticisms. You could tell Ruka goes through her life comparing herself to other people and it sucks because Kazuya is the first guy who's made her heart act in a way that was unfamiliar to her but in a positive way so it's like I get it and he Kazuya definitely did the right thing to reassure her like listen I'm not gonna touch you I actually want nothing to do with you physically however you are a beautiful girl you're gorgeous And I'm pretty sure if circumstances were different, Chizuru wasn't in the picture. He would totally go for Ruka. Ruka is the entire package. However, like his heart belongs to Chizuru. And that's why you guys are in the situation that you're in currently. And you know what? Once he told her like, so you need to go back to your bed and leave me alone. She just got right on up and left and went back to her bed. And I think it's because she received the feeling in her heart that she was looking for she she just mainly it doesn't have to be a physical thing it doesn't have to be a sexual thing she just wants Kazuya to notice her as once again cliche notice me senpai like but it's there and it's cute and this is why like I was like okay I can look past the age difference because overall rent a girlfriend from a visual standpoint, it is gorgeous. The colors, the animation, the characters are actually likable as sketchy Ruka and Chizuru and annoying Nanami is. I do actually like the rest of the cast. Um, and the story, although cliche, it keeps me hooked. It's it's mindless. It's 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 predictable, but in a good way. I I can't really explain it. Episode seventeen is already out, but it is also midnight and i have got to go to bed so i will be watching episode 17 the episode should be out thursday evening thank you so much for watching or listening i'm so sorry it is i need to go to sleep but thank you so much for listening um give me some anime recommended recommendations I definitely appreciate the people who are um, taking time out to listen to my podcast. I am new, so your support means everything to me. 
follow me on all social media platforms. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, um, under Essential Mel or Essential Melissa. That is E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-M-E-L-I-S-S-A. You can find me across most media platforms with that name. I'm trying to like get it on all of them, but some people actually were already smart before me and got it. And locked it in. But you can find me on Twitter and TikTok by both of those usernames. I am active on both of those. And I will see you guys in the next episode.